Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Thank you very much, Sean. I'm Cam Stewart, the Raging Redhead, along with Long Island Rage, Colonel Kurtz, George Kurtz here. We're talking a little baseball draft. George getting Clayton Kershaw for 20 bucks. Sounds like good value. What a deal, George. 20 bucks. That's a that's a very nice deal. Very, very good deal. So you must be very happy with your team then, buddy, uh, heading into things. Are your drafts done? You're done now, right? Or do you got one more you're telling me? As far as I know, I'm done. I something could yeah. always happen this week. Oh, right? Somebody could call something. call on the blower. Ring, ring. Hey, George, some guy backed out of our deal. You want in? Yes, I'll, I'll enter my uh, six pool. Yeah, it could happen very easily. But as far as I know, I'm done, and I uh, certainly yeah. hope that uh, <laughs> I certainly hope I am. Uh, not that I so, mind playing, but uh, I, I've calmed down my leagues, Cam. I'm a good guy. I'm a good boy. I used to play in you know God knows 15, 20 leagues. Now I think I'm down to five. Which is about well, I play a little bit more in football, and this doesn't count best ball, by the way. This is just straight leagues where you got to pay attention to best ball. I don't consider the same thing because once again, you draft and you leave it alone. It's, it's just it's easier. I, I, I don't even know who cares. I don't even know how you manage. Like I remember, like for fantasy football, I was in one year. I think I was in six, and that got to be so annoying. And you know, I mean, oh, I'm on this website for this and that, whatever. It got to the point where I I, I was losing my mind, and I don't know how the hell you do fifteen. That's just you got to be some kind of superhuman. That's crazy. That's a lot of leagues. But that was the problem because yeah. we do baseball is football is different than baseball. Football for all intents and purposes is one day a week. All right, so you you know you you set your lineup on Tuesday night. You used to yeah. always do that, right? As soon as you could set my lineup. So I know at least it's set, and then you make your waiver wise, you change things up during the week, whatever. But baseball is daily, and I found when I played in so many leagues, I just wasn't as good a player because you, you can't. You got other things to do here. You mentioned the kids are married, I got to work, you know, and I'll forget. And and to figure out when each league has their fab. You know, some leagues will run, yeah. it runs on Thursdays, some on Sundays, some it's twice a week, three times a week. And, oh, my God, you know, someone's first come, first serve. You know, it's like, holy crap. You know, so uh, I, did, I wasn't as good a player. So I've, uh, I also learned passwords. that by calming even, it down. I'm good. Even passwords oh, God. stuff. Like, come on, man. Like, and that's the world we're living in now, right? You got a computer. Password for this, password for that. I have enough passwords when we're doing Red Heat and Rage for my betting accounts. Hello. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We're on this site. We're on RT Sports for this one. We're on ESPN this one. We're on Fox for this one. We're on Yahoo for this one. It's just like, come on. It's just, for me, it's just too much, man. Like, I, I like the good old days where we did it with pen, paper, and pencil. I'm kind of a caveman, George. There's nothing more annoying than when you forget your password. Oh, it's I not know, going through. Oh, I know. Like, what do you mean? This is the password. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, exactly. And then they tell you, oh, that was your password you used three months ago. What do you mean? I used it yesterday. Well, and you got, you know, it's a password. You got to get an email to you. And you got to start oh, from scratch and all this other crap. 
I know. And it's hard for me because me and Gabe are on the same sports book, right? Because they give a lot of bonuses and stuff. Like, we're on the exact same thing. So it remembers my password, but I input his stuff because he can't bet the New Jersey game. So I'm like, log out, da 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 Like, you know, I'm doing the show. I'm like, this is a bunch of crock of shit. But anyway, yeah, it's just, it gets very annoying with the passwords. Before we get to uh, more, more sports talk there, George, tipping off right now, four minutes away, four minutes away from the second round March Madness games. We have a game, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, home of our boy, Steam Shrimps, Tony Sincata at Veterans Memorial, Maryland and LSU. LSU minus three now from two and a half up a half point to three. Total 147. That is stationary. LSU Tigers minus 170 plus 145. I am on the Terrapins of Maryland. Game after that, George, 240. Kentucky still laying five against Wolford and uh, Kentucky on the money line, 225. Wolford plus 185. But uh, yes, a busy, busy board today, George. I can't wait for baseball to start. God, when these baseball games are going to be going, it's great. We can go through all the games, the betting, the DFS, and all that other stuff. And uh, hockey starts a little bit earlier today, too. We haven't uh, mentioned anything. We'll go through the board. I think your Islanders are playing at uh, 108 today, I think, the puck drops. Er, a couple early games in, in the National Hockey League today that will go through the betting and the DFS. Yeah, maybe the Islanders would be nice to score a goal today. Be nice yeah, it one, would be. You know. they're, they're actually score a goal. They're, it's, it's, it's getting concerning. Like it's that this is a team right now. Like you know, they've done it with smoke and mirrors all year, but now you know what I mean. Montreal Canadiens beat them four to nothing. Game that they needed. Montreal needed that game. Obviously, they're battling Columbus for that playoff spot. But yeah, you you've talked about it, George. You were on top of this story months ago, but it's kind of ringing true now. They got they, defensively. You know what? Most of the times you're going to get a pretty good effort from these guys, and they've really improved from one of the worst teams that way to one of the best. But now the offense, it looks real bad. Like, they're having problems scoring goals, man. It's not cool. Oh, like I said, they were doing smoke and mirrors, and then that smoke is dissipated. The mirror is cracked. I mean, uh, there's just not a lot of skill there. That's the bottom line. There's just not yeah. a lot of skill there. Uh, listen, what Trotz and Lamarello have done, changed the culture, has been fantastic. But you can make an argument. The way this team has played this year was the worst possible scenario. They were so good for a while. They were winning so many games they probably shouldn't have that they didn't make any trades at the deadline. You know, Anders Lee, uh, Jordan Eberle, Brock Nelson, all free agents at the end of the year. Could have traded them. I mean, you weren't going to get a lot for uh, Eberle or, or Nelson for that. I mean, Lee might have brought something. But, uh, you know, instead they'll all enter their free agent year. Who knows they're coming back or are they leaving for nothing as well? You know, uh, so it uh, hurts there if they scored. I think it's 10 goals in the last seven games. It might be 12 in the last seven, but something silly like that, which obviously is a terrible number. They've been shut out back-to-back games. They can't put the puck in the net. That's the bottom line. They can't put the puck yeah. in the net. They're making every goalie look like uh, Martin Brodeur here. And, you know, listen, that happens from time to time. You and I both know it. Goalies play great, and you just can't score. But when it's every goalie for every team, then guess what? It's not the goalie. It's you. Yeah, no, and, and that's that's the one thing like we talk about like when you do metrics and you know a lot of the, a lot of the the new saber metrics guys in hockey like the Leafs with Kyle Dubas or whatever they look at you know Corsi puck possession this that and that you could break it all down, but hockey is one of those sports in comparison to any there is no bigger luck driven sport it doesn't matter how you break down the numbers on your spreadsheet whatever if a goalie's on fire a goalie's on fire and you're doomed I can't remember how many times uh like the other night I was on Carolina Vasilevsky made 46 saves they dominated that game I, there's nothing I can do about that George that's just a bet that I threw down I thought they're in a good spot at home sometimes it doesn't happen goalie stands on his head you're done that's it's very simple <laughs> that's the problem 
That's the problem. It is. Uh, goalies, it's, it's the one player, one position in sports where they can win a game all by themselves. You can't beat them. You can't win. It's just that simple. And we've seen it over and over again, even in a playoff series. There's times goalies get hot for a series, and they carry you. Jake Allen a few years ago, where he was unbeatable in the playoffs for a little bit, for a series or two, before that cracked. Uh, you know, it, it happens. You know, so the goalie's a very important position in the NHL. And, and like I said, goaltender in the NHL, quarterback in football, two most important positions for me in professional sports. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's, uh, we'll see what happens in this. I can't wait for the NFL draft, too, George, with all the things that are happening. We didn't even get into this. Like, we haven't talked about uh, some of the signings that have happened. And what's going on with this uh, Tyreek Hill story? It kind of happened, and it's fading, and I saw some reports. From, it's actually, I'll give Jay Glazer some credit, too. When I remember when uh, he put out that the Giants might trade Beckham. People called him an idiot, and, oh, yeah, way to make up that story. And it actually turned out to be true, so we have to give the guy credit. He was sniffing around getting it done. Like, this story's kind of died, and we're waiting on the investigation, but I got to believe if this stuff happens with Kansas City, this is a team, the Chiefs, like, Cleveland's getting so much stronger, and I, I look at Kansas City, Mahomes is great, but he's a second-year quarterback now. We know how that how that movie's played out a lot of the time. And if Tyreek Hill, if anything bad happens, and he actually broke his kid's arm, this team's got major problems. Uh, it, you really hope that's not the case here with Tyreek Oh, I Hill, hope, I hope right. not either. I hope not either. He was a troubled guy. That's the reason he dropped in the draft, George. He was a problem in college at Oklahoma right. State. Like, he's always had problems, right? But if this he's is happening, a, oh, oh, God, that's sick. He's had a I domestic uh, violence he has yeah. domestic violence uh, case in his past, and if this one, if let's if he broke his kid's arm, he's probably done. Uh, yeah, I mean, good luck, good luck uh, getting rid of that. He'll be, you'll be suspended forever. Uh, that's what happened, by the way. For those who are wondering, his kid, uh, three-year-old son suffered a uh, broken arm, and they're investigating as to how there have been some allegations, and now they're doing their investigation, and they'll. It is what it is. You know, we'll wait to be see uh, what happens here. We've heard nothing new in over a week, as far as what's going on here. So, uh, I hope it's not true. But, uh, you know, generally when there's smoke, there's fire, especially when there's been problems in the past here. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But you're right. If if something uh, – if he were, you know, where, it gets, where he did, he gets suspended and whatever. I mean, Sammy Watkins' value would think would go up, right? I mean, he'd be the number one yeah. there. So you <laughs> take, uh, take that into account. Travis Kelsey, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't take him any higher than you normally do. He's already great. But he gets very weak after that. I mean, Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Coates, Dieter, this is their, this is their depth and, here. And on the defensive side of the ball, the Colts just signed uh, Houston, too. You know what I mean? And we saw what Kansas City had against New England. They couldn't get off the field on third down. First down, first down, first down. Brought them to the, brought them to the playoffs. I got to be honest with you, George. And at first I was thinking about, you know, the Raiders this and the Raiders that, how bad they are. Well, you got Antonio Brown now. You know, and and you signed uh, one of the better tight ends in the league too, with Jared Cook. Maybe there could be a little bit of change in that division. Jared Cook went uh, to the Saints, I believe. He's out of sorry, the, Saints, Saints, Saints from the Raiders. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm yeah. just saying, Kansas City, Kansas City, we're losing Houston. We don't know what's happening with Tyreek Hill. You have Patrick Mahomes, who's a good quarterback, but maybe teams start to figure him out. There's no guarantee that he's going to have the success that he did. And I, I think him doing as good as he did uh, uh, from this year to last year, I think is actually a little bit, uh, you know, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I, 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 I think they, I think they're actually going to regress. I think this is a team. I look at what the Raiders are doing with Brown, and you know, I, I, I know Burfecht's a, a nightmare uh, with all the fines, four hundred thousand dollars in fines. He's crazy in Cincinnati, but at least the Raiders and they still have those draft picks, George. 
Uh, who knows? Like it's um, Kansas City. I'm I'm a little bit worried about. I'm going to see their wins total, and I might take a long hard look at the under because you know it's going to be high in that division with Denver, uh, and, and the Chargers haven't really done anything either. So I I, I think I'm going to probably take the under if if available. But obviously, it's not going to be posted till we know what's going on with Tyreek Hill. Uh, plus, you need to see the schedule too. How the schedule plays out. Who's playing? Who when? Yeah. But you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, Kansas City. I mean. I guess if you want to go all doom and gloom, which right now it looks that way, uh, if something does happen with Tariq Hill, he can't play for whatever amount of games or even the entire season. And by the way, if it does come out where he broke his child's arm, he's not playing this year. No, uh, no. That, that's not happening. Uh, remember, you also uh, you mentioned uh, Indianapolis, who they signed. They D Ford. They didn't. They didn't keep him. They traded him. Yes, so they lost their correct. two best pass rushers, Houston and yeah, D Ford. Houston and, and Ford. And- their defense was bad to begin with. Sure, they were a bend-don't-break exactly. defense when we did our show, but it wasn't by any stretch of the imagination a great defense. No. And you're so they, they got all guys? sorts of problems. And yes, Hill? they do. I mean, and you got the, what, the 29th pick in the draft? You're not going to get anybody great yeah, there to deal. replace those. I mean, they've. it's been a strange offseason for them. Uh, even if Hill, if Hill ends up being fine, still you're looking to play 41, 38 games. Right? I don't think that, Obviously. That's all you're going to do is play 41, 38 games. Now, I wonder if they let someone like D. Ford and maybe even Houston go. Houston's up there in age. Ford, they may have said, you know what? Yeah, he had a great year last year, but that's because the other team was always in obvious passing downs. You know, because we were up by so many points, they always had to throw the ball. And there's some truth to that. There is some truth to that. Still, guys who can get to the passer, you know, those guys are generally valued. They're few and far between here. So, uh, like I said, not the greatest offseason for Casey. And you're right about the Raiders. You know, you add Brown. Yeah, Tyrell Williams. If you can get a couple of defensive pieces and you do have all these first-round picks. Draft with that exactly. fourth pick. With exactly. that fourth pick, you should get a pass rusher. You should be able to get a pass. This, uh, this draft is loaded with pass rushers, so you should be able to get a pass rusher. You know, and then you got 24 and 27. You can stack up and get real good real quick. I still like, uh, I almost said San Diego. I, was think- I shouldn't say I was thinking San Diego, but I didn't know. Yeah, uh, I, I always say San Diego. I, yeah, I, Chargers. My, my bad. I always do that. Chargers. What's called Chargers? Chargers. Uh, still, <laughs> I like them. You know, I think they're the best overall team. I think they have they have the running game, they have the passing game. You, I do wonder how they replace Tyrell Williams. Is Mike Williams truly ready to step up and be that guy with Keenan Allen? I think he is. They had Hunter Henry for a full year, but defense is good. I think, Char- yep. I think right now, right now, I think the Chargers are the best overall team. This obviously could change in the next six months, but I think right now I would take the Chargers as being the best overall team in the West. Yeah, no, I that and that's part of the reason to my argument. I think Oakland, despite being as bad when the numbers come out, and I know Kansas City is going to have a high number. I expect the Chargers to be very good. I think Oakland's going to win a couple games. Denver still has question marks, but and when I was looking at Cleveland, George, I still think it's crazy. I I got Cleveland at forty to one. It's actually crazy. I don't know why I did. I was on my sports book, and before the stuff happened with Beckham Jr. I just click Cleveland. I go, yeah, at 40 to 1, I'll take that. After I made that bet, they've done all those moves. It's down to 14 to 1. No offense. I like the Browns as much as the next guy, and I was a year, day late, dollar short with them or projected them to be better than they were, and now this is going to be the year probably. But 14 to 1, that's just stupid. I, I don't see any value. They're a lot better. But winning the Super Bowl at 14 to 1, I should still be getting 25, I'm thinking. I got them at 40. I put 20 bucks, 25 bucks down on them at 40 to 1. I'm not taking them at 14. That number's too low. I would agree. But it's the hype. You know, we, we all know what Vegas is doing. The hype is on Cleveland right now. So everybody's yeah, going to bet exactly. on them. They're just covering, covering their ass there. By the way, just to clarify on Jared Cook, he's expected to sign with New Orleans. He okay. did not sign with New Orleans. So technically, he is still a free agent. 
but he's certainly not going back to Oakland. I think that's the bottom line there. Uh, a couple of news notes, by the way, just so people know. Yeah, Kuznetsov is ill. The Capitals don't play today, so I don't know why this is a big deal, but he maybe he doesn't yeah. play tomorrow. Greg Bird for the Yankees is out today. Uh, he did take batting practice, a full batting practice. He's fine. Boone just wants to give him an extra day off. He'll be back in the lineup tomorrow to, to battle that with Luke Voigt, but I think Voigt's got that job for the Yankees. So I think if, you, uh, if you're looking for the opening day first baseman for the Yankees, especially in your drafts this weekend, this should be a busy weekend for drafts. Luke Voigt is someone you can grab late and feel fairly certain at the very least he starts the season with New York. I think Boyd, uh, Boyd I think Bird probably does as well, yeah. but that'll last only for as long as Aaron Hicks is on the IL for. You got to like the Yankees, though, George. It's interesting stuff. And the fact that, like, Voigt has been a cast off, you know, and he was with St. Louis and everything else. And it just seemed to be a perfect fit for him. Like, he stepped in, obviously a fan favorite, just the way he plays. Like, a guy, he's a lunch bucket guy. He showed some power. Even his fielding made some made some plays there, too. It's just like, wow, you got to hand it to him. Already a good team, but a great situation. They took a chance on a guy who could really pay dividends for these guys. Absolutely. He's a high-energy guy, too. He's a very sure well-liked guy in the clubhouse, a guy who can mash, who brings uh, some enthusiasm to that team. Not that they needed it. Judge brings a lot of enthusiasm, too, and so does uh, guys like Gregorius and the like. But uh, I think he's good for the team as well. I would have liked to have seen Burry really because he's left-handed to break up all those right-handers. Yeah. Stanton, Judge, Sanchez, Torres, they're, hard. they're all right-handed, which is weird for Yankee Stadium, but it should all work out. I think it's going to work out. Do you, do you have them beating Boston in the division? Have you put any futures down or anything, George? I think they're. I, th- I think that it's their year. I won't bet money on it, at least not a lot. But I do think the Yankees win the division this year. But the starting rotation is a concern. Yeah, it's a concern. Not as bad as Oakland, but it's a concern. There he is, Colonel Kurtz. I'm Cam Stewart. We'll talk more DFS gambling and sports after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Prince, you would have loved this one. We used to do uh, karaoke. Oh, let the strikes beat down across the plate. Yeah, a little Led Zeppelin. Fantasy baseball. Oh, let the strikes beat down. It was Casimir. Remember Scott Ka- Cashmere? Scott Casimir. There, there's a segue for you. Oh, oh, let the strikes beat down upon the plate. Yeah, it's Scott Casimir instead of Casimir. Not, not too bad, George. I've done better, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. How are you doing, George? Who would have thought Scott Casimir gets a mention today, okay? Well, Casimir, Casimir. It's all good. Miss Scott. Man, what he was supposed to be the next, the next big thing. Oh, he sure. That's that's baseball, though, man. Like that's the thing. I remember like going through like my old cards as a kid. You know, you got. Well, I remember when I was there. This Ben McDonald was supposed to be the best pitcher, like since Nolan Ryan to come out. I think that's that, that, and that's the difference between baseball and any other sport. You can have a guy like first round football players. Sure, you don't have that many guys that t- turn out to be busts, like the quarterbacks of the past, the Tim Couches, the Rick Myers, blah blah blah. Now it's almost like you can't. 
you can screw up a first round pick, but very, very rare in baseball. Good luck. <laughs> Any guy you draft, it's like ding, ding, ding. It's it's hard, George. It's very, very hard. And how many rounds do they have? You could pick a gem in like the twenty fourth round type of thing, right? It's no other no other draft is like baseball too. So many hits and a hell of, a hell of a lot of misses. Oh yeah, it, it's this baseball. And f- for my money, is the hardest sport to play. Once yep. again, you're hitting a round ball with a round bat going 95 miles an hour and not worried about your life. You know, not worried about getting hurt, taking one on the noggin. And then you, know, you got to deal with curveballs and all speed stuff. It's it's a gift to be able to hit these things. I mean, we've all been in batting cages. We know the fastball is coming. It's going right down the middle. It still can't hit it at 85 or 80 or 75. More or less what, the, what these guys do. So it's uh, it's a skill. It's a skill like any other. That's why they get paid so much money. We know why. But uh, you're right. The first round of it, even all of these rounds of the baseball draft, I think it's why they have so many rounds. Yeah, they have to fill in all these teams, all the minor league teams. But, but a lot of these guys know it's educated guesses, maybe highly educated guesses, but still educated guesses because we see it over and over again. It's not like football where very few, you know, number one overall picks bust out. In baseball, we see it all the time. Yeah, exactly. I was just looking at the cap numbers, too. The Indianapolis Colts, um, speaking of football and the, and, and the NFL, they're in a really good spot right now, George. When you look at their, their cap monies and compared to, to the other uh, teams in the league, were they like $77 million? That's a team they can be doing a lot of things. I like the, I like the pick of, of Houston. And, uh, you know, with Andrew Luck in that playoff game, they, they, they're a team that seems very, very close, but it's hard to trust the Colts. But I would like to see them make a splash and do something. they got a hell of a lot of money left there, George. Well, well, that's why we thought they might be players for Le'Veon Bell, and they weren't. Yep. You know, they weren't, which is which fine. I, I get it. You have running backs there, Mo and Mac. Uh, maybe fit. You, you like what he can do, Naheem Hines, Wilkins. I mean, I think they should have been a player for Bell, just for the hell of it. But maybe they didn't like his attitude. I don't have an issue with that either. Uh, we looks back. It's amazing. Say it again. You have a franchise quarterback. You are a threat in the NFL, right? The New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, Indianapolis was terrible. When they didn't have luck, he's back. You win the division. Go figure. All right, the passing game, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, I think Devin Funches is going to be a nice pick in uh, fantasy drafts ne- next year because I think he's going to be a touchdown machine with that big body in the end zone. He's got a large wingspan there for Andrew Luck to throw to. Uh, Ebron, great uh, great season. Uh, Jack Doyle. The offense is there. Not worried about the offense. We know they added Justin Houston to get to the pass, uh, to get to the uh, opposing quarterback. Should help there. They re-signed Clayton Gathers. Safety, that's nice. I think the defense still has work to be done here. That's been my only issue here. Not They're not the, the, the Chiefs. You know, they're not uh, quite uh, that bad, but they're not they're, – they're an average defense at best. I think they need more work to do on defense. Yeah, no, I, no I'm with you. It is, but just significantly, too, when you, look, when you look at what they have, the second team is Houston with uh, basically $43.5 million. Indianapolis has uh, over se- 74, and then after that, Cleveland still sits in the three-hole at 35, San Francisco 34.5, Buffalo 33.1. Like, that's – they basically almost have double than any, every other team. George, they have $31 million more that, than the Houston Texans, the other team there. So you would think they could be able to like sprinkle some pieces in, some depth players and do some stuff. But I'm with you. I'm still, I'm a Marlon Mack owner, but I'm a little bit, it's one of those things that you just kind of like, yes, I really like the production, but you know what I mean? Like you worry. I worry about the injuries. I just, being that, a primetime guy, a bell cow back, I just, I just, I don't see it. Like, I, I got them for very, very cheap in my auction league. Like, nobody really went for them. But it, it's almost like they need a boom, like a heavy hitter, like a pounder type, type of guy that can really take the pressure off. I'm not – he had a, he's been good. Let's just say, George, I'm not sold. 
You know what I mean? And I really worry about injury. Oh, I think you're 100% correct on Mullen Mack. I think he's a running back two, not a running back one. I like the talent. He's good. But the main reason is what you already said. I got two reasons I know, uh, that I worry about him. One, injuries. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever going to be able to give you a 16 games. He's going to be a guy no who's way. the over-under is always yeah. around 12. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. And he'll be beat up so many other games. He'll be a guy uh, that's going to remind me a lot of LaShawn McCoy as far as always on the injury report. Is he going to play? You know, he's questioning, was he going to play? You know, that sort of thing, which will be very frustrating. And then he's not really the touchdown guy, right? He's not going to be that goal line yeah. guy. You know, so that that's an issue as well. He'll need to run, you know, run in his touchdown from 10 plus yards out, that sort of thing, or catch the ball. Still valuable, don't get me wrong, still valuable, but not a guy. I don't think he has upside to being a number one either. He's a solid running back, too. I've also got in my auction league. Funny how we both ended up with him there, and that's the only league I currently have him in. But I do like him. Not saying anything negative about him, but I don't see him being a bell cow, no. No, that, yeah, that's the concern. I think he's a wicked back, but just even even his days at South Florida, he just it doesn't have the body type to, to stay really, really healthy. What about uh, Haskins uh, and this story with the, with the Giants and – Gettleman and everything else like it's it's interesting George I was watching um uh the combine uh, the channel like uh, the pro day where Haskins was in Ohio State he looked really good uh I very 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 impressed I watched him he made all the throws he looked fantastic even stuff with his feet he he, he looked very very good balanced um tough throws he made easy throws he made he looked really really good but with the Giants and uh, Eli Manning and all this uh, talking about maybe not even getting a quarterback, what the hell is going on here? I can't wait for the draft, and I wonder what these turkeys are going to do because even even with Eli another year, I guess, do they say, well, well we're going to wait till next year and definitely get a quarterback because there's no guarantees. I think if, if Haskins is available to them, they have to take him. Well, the next year supposedly is a better year for quarterbacks as that's far as career college. It's, that's what they say, right. Now, that being said, Anybody who believes, anybody, anyone else who's talking, Gettleman, everyone's lying right now. The Giants have to lie. Oh, yeah, and why? Because if they, if they let everyone know that, hey, we love Haskins, we're definitely taking him at yeah. six, well, then guess what? Teams like uh, Denver will trade ahead of them. They'll trade with yeah. Tampa at five or Oakland at four, the Jets at three to get ahead of the Giants. So they have to lie. No, we hate Haskins. We're not taking a quarterback this year. No, we're not taking Locke either. Uh, no, if uh, you know if Joe Montana was coming out, we're not taking him. We're not taking a quarterback. We love Eli. These are all lies. Okay? There's some uh, troops sprinkled in, but they're mainly lies to throw all teams off. And everyone's lying. I said, everybody is lying to throw because they want as much, as much value for the pick as possible. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows everyone's lying. But, uh... Like the Giants were to say the truth. Oh, we like Haskins. You know, we, we want to draft this guy. Get, get him and maybe lying to everybody in the room, by the way, even his own people, because he doesn't want anything getting out. He may be the only person who actually knows that he likes Haskins, that he wants Haskins. You know, but he's not telling even his own people because he doesn't want the room a leak. Where, oh, no, get him and love him. We're going to take him. It's all lies right now. And this is why the draft is so much fun because it's, it's a reality show that's going to play out. The plot thickens. Will the Giants take Haskins? Will the Cardinals take Kyler Murray? Will they trade Rosen? Do the Giants trade for Rosen? Do the Redskins trade for Rosen? I mean, you can see this playing out over and over again yeah, as to how it, what, who's going to go where. It's, it's why the draft, I mean, outside of actual games is probably what we look forward to in the NFL the most. No, I agree. And, and I think you brought up the most interesting person and thought about the draft is this Josh Rosen thing. I got to believe, you know what I mean? When I'm looking at betting sites, I don't talk about, like, go to people's mocks or whatever. I look at lines and think, wow, what's going to happen? So when Joey Bosa goes from a minus 140 favorite to, like, a plus 350 dog in the first pick, it has me to believe that uh, Arizona is going to pick Murray. I don't know what you're going to do 
if you're these other teams. I'll tell you, Josh Rosen, though, for the money, the money that it's such a minimal cap hit for a guy that really didn't even get a chance in Arizona. He, to me, is the most fascinating and intriguing person in this whole damn draft. Not about Haskins and Kyler Murray and everything. It's about what's going to happen with Rosen. And if you're... Uh, if you're any other team in the National Football League, you are on the blower. How do you figure? How do you figure out? Like, find a way to get this guy. And we talked about before, like scary with New England with Tom Brady at the end of his days, maybe a successor there because we know what is it Hoyer or he, like any guy, any guy that they have is not going to be as good. And I'll tell you, George, the money is so minimal. Like, I, if I think every team in the National Football League wouldn't be doing their due diligence if they didn't call Arizona and inquire about something. And these idiots before, who, for, like, I can't believe Kurt Warner and all these guys are in there talking about third-round talent, which is totally not true. It's he, He's better than that. I don't know why you try to sabotage your own franchise, but I can't really... I I want to see what's going to happen with Rosen, and it's nuts. I I, I I take a chance on this guy. He didn't get a fair sh- shake last year. I definitely take the sh- take shot. Oh, I agree. I agree. Like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. And like, think about what a first round pick. What, what you're going to get from it. it's nothing. Like, like it, it's crazy. And you know, if they pick Kyler Murray, you can't keep Rosen and Mur- that. That's not going to work out. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't want to play Kreskin, but I got to believe that they're like, who's going to get this guy? Like anybody but the Patriots, please. If it happens. <laughs> well, it's anybody, also why like, once again, the Cardinals are lying too. Yeah, they you just lying. said why. Even if they, I think they take a Murray, but they're not going to let everybody know because once no, again, exactly. then Rosen, Rosen's value goes down. You know, they know they have to get rid of him. They have to trade him now. So they'll they'll play it up. They're going to keep Rosen. Uh, I, Murray's going number one. He's either going to the Cardinals or if, if they don't like him, he'll trade out to somebody else. You know, but he's going number one. I'd be like I said, I would be drop dead shocked if he doesn't go number one. I think he is going number one to the Cardinals. I think they'll trade Rosen maybe right before it or right uh, during the draft, whatever it might be, to a team that gets desperate, maybe to a team that loses out on Haskins and Locke. You know, then once again, that team has to give up their first-round pick to get Rosen. So I think, I think that's what's going to happen during the draft. Uh, once again, everybody lies. Everybody, I don't trust anybody in what they're saying right now. And listen, it's the way it is in the NFL. If you're believing what these coaches are shoveling or what these GMs are shoveling, you know, then you gotta know you got to know a thing coming because no one's telling the truth. No, I'm I'm with you. It just don't. Didn't you find it though? The thing that shocked me the most is why would Kurt Warner, a former Cardinal guy, and when that story broke before, that's not like they're talking about lies. Why, why would you hurt your own team? Like that's what that's kind of the thing that I don't understand. Like I can understand making up a lie to you know try to big up a player to get more for him, but why less? Why would you go and all these guys are talking about a third round talent? It's bullshit. The guy was drafted in the first round. Like, you know what I mean? We haven't even got to see the guy play a year yet. Like, I don't understand why people are almost like it feels like sabotaging him when he did nothing wrong or didn't really have the pieces in place to be a good quarterback. For me, his report card is incomplete. It's not good. It's not bad. It just It's not done yet. We have to see more. But people are earlier throwing the guy under the bus, which I thought was BS. I don't know. I'm sure Kurt Warner thought he was helping the team, and really he was hurting them. I mean, uh, uh, how would he be thinking he's helping him, though? But you're saying a third round uh, talent like that makes no that's sense. That's all I could think of. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't get it. Either. Unless, he, unless he's trying to be honest. And he's not he's not for the team at all. He's just trying to be an honest analyst there and what he truly believes. I think he's wrong, mind you. But unless that's what he truly believes. I mean, Rosen didn't have a lot of help last year. And that team was no. pretty uh, desolate there. He certainly deserves another shot. I don't think it'll be with uh, the Cardinals, obviously. I think it'll be with another organization. But I think there'll be somebody who gives up something for him. And it'll be more than a third round pick. You know, I don't think that's what he's going for. I don't know if I trade. I wouldn't trade him for a third round pick. I'd hold on to him and see what you get in the future for him. Uh, I don't think they will, mind you. I think they will be able to get 
you know, maybe a two and a five, something like that. Maybe they can squeeze a one out of somebody who's desperate. Once again, the teams that lose Haskins, that lose Locke, I think those would be the interesting ones uh, later on. Maybe the, the Denver Broncos will trade their second-round pick, 42nd overall for them. I can see that happening there. But uh, I think they'll be able to get something for them, bottom line. And bottom line is, once again, I, I don't think – I think Murray is going to the Cardinals. So I think they have to move him. And teams right now are trying to hold the Cardinals up. But the Cardinals, I think, will be able to get a better price the closer it gets to the draft. Yeah, that makes sense. I I was just very shocked at what happened before. I didn't, wouldn't think like a former player would do something so stupid because you said it. The Lions are supposed to help your team. They're not supposed to uh, hinder hinder your team. Wouldn't it be amazing if Haskins actually, though, George, that uh, the Giants, you know, even though they went out to dinner and saying all the right things, if he actually slipped and uh, went all the way to the Bengals with their with their selection, it'd be interesting. They're 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 from Ohio. He's an Ohio guy. They need something to change that. Uh, the perception of that team, the bungles, years of crap. Like, it's just they need a, a total rebranding, a redo, and just get back and say, you know what, we're, we're an actual football team. It would be nice if uh, he slips that far, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> so. Probably not, but it wouldn't, it could, it wouldn't it could, shock it could, me. It could, it could, though. It could. Right. I mean, <laughs> come on, the Cardinals could take Murray, then pass rushers go to at least the next three the teams. Thing. And I can even see with them a top defensive player after that going to the Buccaneers. Giants, if they're telling the truth about Eli, they pass. And they go, man, the Giants, for all the moves they've made, their defense sucks. So they could take a defensive player. You know, that wouldn't shock me. Uh, Jaguars, we know, aren't going to do it. Lions aren't doing it. Bills aren't doing it. The question yeah. would be, does Haskins get past Denver at 10? Um... Uh, you know what? With John Elway and the quarterbacks, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. It's it, That's actually a great question. I would call it 50-50 right down the middle because John Elway, for a guy who's a great quarterback and Hall of Famer, has no clue to assess quarterback talent. Paxton Lynch has been an absolute bust since he's come in. All these other guys, Kelly, that, that guy who got uh, charged with, I think it was like uh, – some weird <laughs> was he trespassing or something? What 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 did he do you again? Like, he, hey, like take a look. Did he show up yeah. naked at someone's house? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, ba- hey, baby, I'm bare noodle here at the window. It's me, you know, Kelly. Yeah, like that guy. Simeon actually wasn't even that bad because I think he was in the seventh round. The kid from Northwestern, but. Uh, you know, Morenzi and I talk about this on the show all the time. For John Elway as a quarterback guru and whisperer, God, he does a bad job evaluating quarterbacks. He might not even pick. He, he might just say pass. He's had such a bad bad luck pulling the trigger on these guys. It, it almost seems like, you know what, he, he might. Who knows? Who knows what that guy's going to do? But it wouldn't shock me if he passed up on Haskins. Might not be his guy. Although, wouldn't shock me at all. Like I said, might not be his guy. Maybe he does. Defend, you know, I need a year off in this. <laughs> not take a quarterback and take the best player available. But then it always becomes down to... Will Washington trade up to get ahead of the Bengals then? You know, when they see this happening here, these guys are dropping. You know, and, and Locke, by the way, Drew Locke comes into this as well. Where, does it, where do people believe in him? You know, so that could be very interesting as well. Maybe the Giants, by the way. Maybe, they, maybe the Giants are thinking, all right, we're taking the best defensive player at six. But, you know, we got 17 yeah. too. So they can trade back into it, you know. They can trade with Denver at 10. You know, move up seven spots and have to give up something else. I mean, there are a lot of moving parts in this draft. About what, once again, this is why more it so, is great theater. More so than any other year, I think. Like before, we kind of knew, but the thing is, the, this Murray thing that kind of came out of everywhere. Yeah, it's a, it's like a huge domino effect. Like before, we'd see teams trade up, t- trade down, but now it's kind of different. It's like you're right. It's it, it's everything. Everything's up for grabs. Before it was a couple things that were unpredictable. Now it's almost like everything's unpredictable. That's the crazy thing. It, it, it is. It's just crazy. This is great theater here. The trades that are going to happen. And we know they're going to be I trades. Can't wait That's why all that. these mock, 
Well, these mock drafts that people give are hilarious because they they assume no trades. Yeah, okay, that always happens. <laughs> we know there's gonna be movers and shakers. You want to give a real mock? Then let's let's mock the trades out that you think are gonna happen. Yeah. That would be a real mock, not what players are going where. Uh, do the Jets stay at three? You know, the Jets may want to recoup some of those second round picks they lost last year. The Raiders could move out of four and get more more picks if uh, that's what Gruden wants. You never know what's going to happen. It'll be a fun draft. You're absolutely right, George. Yeah. And, uh... We haven't even got to uh, Fitzmagic going to the Dolphins yet. Oh, we can talk about that. Something. That might screw him. He may win too many games. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know about that, buddy. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll go through today's betting board of the games that are just about to start. Stick around, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. George Kurtz's name. He refs men's league. His neighbor's gone. I'm going to take that sectional and your ping pong table. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Cam Stewart here. Damn, I wish he had a ping pong table. I know. I love ping pong. I used to play when I lived up north. Like, that's, I played ping pong, George. Every single day, like when I got home from work from day to night, like I got good. Like it was, it was stupid. That's what, what am I going to do living in the in the Arctic, other than uh, drive a, a snow a snow sled with a bunch of dogs. Right. So I basically played ping pong. We had a ping pong table. God, I miss. I love ping pong. It's actually one of the things I miss the most. Don't have room for a ping pong table in here. Nowhere to put it. I could you probably put it in my garage. Yeah, that'd be cool. But you, you, already, you already got that men's lair that you have in that room. Why don't you set up a, a garage? Ping pong, ping pong table, fridge, you know, like a couple chairs. There's there. already a fridge in there. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I like it. Yeah. Is that, that's not the special fridge with the ice, though. That's regular fridge? Uh, yeah, it's a little small, little, uh, you know, this is an extra fridge we put, uh, yeah. you know, maybe drinks for a party, stuff like that. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, ping pong will drive your wife nuts, though. Yeah, if you put it in the garage, it'll be okay. If she can't hear it, it's good. You just don't want. You just don't I want. Think tick, 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 tick. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, that would that would drive. That would. I, I would I maybe a little pool table. I'm gonna pull pool table. Oh, I love. Always thought about that. Oh yeah, you like billiards? Yeah, that that'd be. Great. I do. Yeah. Oh, listen, I like anything that's competitive. Always have. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, those are good. It's weird. Like when you want, like you don't drink whatever, but when I, when I go to bars and stuff, you don't see bars with pool tables anymore. Like I used to go a lot all the time. Like there's a few of them, but not the way it used to be. A lot of them have taken them out. I don't know why they want more, uh, I guess, more spacing for people to, right. to buy more food. More tables, stuff like right. That. Sit but down, again, go eat. You put money in the machine, right? Like sometimes uh, like for, for us, it's like uh, we have loonies and toonies, right? Like a dollar and $2 coins. That's the one good thing. Like you guys got paper, paper dollars. I guess you just plug the thing with quarters, but these bar owners got greedy and they used to be like, you know, a dollar or $2 a game. You're playing all night. That, that'll add up after a while, George. Uh, the, the, those machines are, they, they got some coin in there. They do, but I think over the long term, you'll make more money. Out of the yeah, uh, the food yeah, drink, yeah, 
yeah, from a $2 game to, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you do the math. To, yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. Anyway, I don't know. I'm reminiscing remin- reminiscing about billiards and uh, ping pong. I really miss those uh, sports. But, yeah, we never even really got into Fitzpatrick. It's funny, signing with the signing with the uh, Dolphins because uh, the only team that actually would give him a chance to start uh, – I don't know, George. I got to be honest with you. This guy's like a cockroach. It's like a nuclear explosion, you know, and uh, whatever happens, Ryan Fitzpatrick finds a way to get on an NFL team. I could understand as a backup, but a starting quarterback, we know how inconsistent he is. But I guess, yeah, if you're going to go anywhere, the Dolphins got a lot of problems, not just at the quarterback position. Oh, they're not going anywhere. Uh, no, they're going this, nowhere. <laughs> this might be the worst roster in the NFL. Uh, it's I mean, you look at this. Uh, Fitzpatrick is a very good backup. That's really what he is. He shouldn't be a starter. But you yeah. look at, I mean, Kenyon Drake, okay, he's an average running back. Stills, Wilson, Parker, wide receiver, Dwayne Allen, Kasicki, a tight end. Your defense is deplorable. I mean, this team is playing for the number one pick next year, and they might win enough games now not to get that number one pick. Maybe they get the number four, four, four or five pick. And really, they're a bad team. Bad team. I, I don't, I wouldn't have signed Fitzpatrick. I would know, let Ruddick go if you draft a late round quarterback here. I don't think they're drafting a quarterback this season. They're at 13. They're not going to trade up to get no. one. They're not. You know, if one falls to them at 13, if Drew Locke falls that far, sure, I can see them doing it. But uh, they're not going to trade because they're, they're playing for next year. They're, they're tanking for 20. You know, that's what they want to do. They want to play in the big quarterback class. And pretty much I think they figure worst-case scenario, they get a top three pick. Best case, it's number one. They are that bad. And uh, they'll be able to almost have their pick of quarterbacks next season. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we'll go through uh, updates here on the games that are going on right now. LSU 24, Maryland 15, 636 uh, left in the first half. I'm on Maryland. George, know what I've learned about these NCAA games? I'm down nine, but I'm not panicking. It's a long, long game, and I've seen teams come back from, you know, 18 points down and stuff like that. I won't panic till they're down like around 14, 16 type points there. But, yeah, 26-15 right now. Hopefully that could turn around. Let's go through the board. I saw some news. Uh, earlier today from uh, one of our buddies on Twitter talking about New Jersey. Um, New Jersey and Arizona, the first game off the board today at 108. That's uh, very close to, you know, puck drop there. Uh, Arizona laying 165 on the road. The Devils got a lot of guys back. He sure all these guys are uh, playing there, George. I got to tell you something. As the first game off the board with your Islanders, uh, I wouldn't lay 165. I know Arizona is a very gritty team, total five and a half in that game, but I got to believe the Devils, even if and Blackwood starting too at plus 145, 150. I think I'm going to take a shot with El Diablo today. That That's a lot of juice for the Coyotes on the road. Coyotes are just like the Islanders. They're doing it with smoke and mirrors. Yeah, not a lot not of time. They got exactly. to play a system and got to play got to play that system perfectly. The Devils just suck. Uh, but that being said, <laughs> you're right. They got players back today. Kishari <laughs> came back. As, as, I, as I'm going to click, uh, go, yes, Devils, yes, plus 150, plus one and a half. Plus, yes, yes, George, continue. That's the best. The Devils just suck, and I'm just about to bet them. <laughs> but that being said, I think uh, – you know how I feel about West Coast teams coming out to the East and when they have these weird start times. The body clock is all screwed up. Yeah, this is a 10 o'clock start time for the Coyotes. Even a yeah. 1 o'clock start time is a little screwed up. And now you're making them at 10. So I kind of like the Devils uh, in this game. I think Coyotes might win, but it could be a one-goal game. Really, 3-2? Does that shock anybody? No. You know, I, this, this is the kind of game where I wonder if you're going to get screwed by, uh, you know, either the, Coy- uh, the Coyotes win where you get screwed by the empty net goal. You know, yeah. and that's a big 4-2 Coyotes because you end up getting screwed. That's what worries me. But it always worries me about the NHL. You know, you always might get screwed by the empty net goal. But other than that, I do like what you're doing here. 
Yeah, and, and, it, and the thing is, and you want to take the Devils, but you also don't want to lay 80 cents or 85 cents at plus one and a half, too. So I'm in. Noah George, I did something in the middle. I'm taking them a regulation with no juice, plus a half puck. As long as they don't lose in the first 60 minutes, if the game goes to overtime or a shootout, I'm a winner. Your Islanders, who have had big problems against uh, Philadelphia, another early game that uh, goes off at 108, puck drop there. Islanders at Philadelphia. Philadelphia, minus 125. Islanders, uh, plus 110, 105, 110, wherever you shop, depending on the, the juice for your pucks. Um, five and a half, another total there, with the Islanders not scoring. Uh, first, Interesting, we don't see any games at six. The first two games off the board early, five and a half. I guess the book thinks these players are going to sleepwalk being very tired uh, early games. Five and a half there. Islanders have had their problems with Philadelphia this year, George. It's been documented. The Flyers kind of own them a little bit, but is this a time where we can maybe say they wake up and get one back? I, I don't feel confident laying uh, 25 cents with Philly, but the Islanders just can't score recently. Can they wake up? Or he said the Islanders, what, uh, shut up back-to-back games. They either have 10 or 12 goals in the last seven. Not playing well. Not playing well at all. No. They've been shellacked by Philadelphia the last two times they've played them. Uh, Lennon's going to play gold uh, for the Islanders today. Hart's going to play for Philadelphia. Everything points towards the Philly. Uh, the Phillies. Uh, Philly. They're playing in Philadelphia as well. This game could be a little bit of a mess. Uh, last time these two teams played, that was where Voracek got suspended for hitting uh, Boychuk. Yeah, Boychuk threatened him at the end of the game. This game and this game could develop into a uh, fight now. A fight at the noon starts in about 17 minutes here. So uh, might be worried about that, but everything points towards Philadelphia. I think I'd lay the quarter. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Then, uh, then looking at that perspective, if things got rough the other time. If things do get ugly, maybe we'll see some power plays. Like I know five and a half, the Islanders haven't scored, but that is a low total. Philadelphia can sometimes score at home. Like you got to think, George, if they, if these teams have ill will towards each other with the the bad blood, maybe you get power plays, five five on threes, perhaps, and crazy stuff. Uh, when you don't like each other, you get get a lot more guys in the box. Maybe an over, not enough for you to pull the trigger at five and a half. Uh, cause I, no, because I think the Flyers can score that. You know, the Flyers going to score. They can score four. The Islanders should get a couple get, goals. Today, you yeah, see, think. over. Yeah, I, I think the game's I, going I, over. I think that's a low I think, total. I think, the game's, I think the game's going over as well. But, man, it's Islanders right now are also so, tr- uh, so tough to trust. They're so tough to trust right now. They're making every goalie look like, like I said, Martin Brodeur, Patrick Roy. Uh, every goalie's great against the Islanders. And uh, obviously, that can't, that's not always the goalies generally on the Islanders here. I, if I'm betting, and uh, I am going to bet this game, I'm betting Philly. I'm not going to take the over, but uh, if I were, if you, you said, oh, you have to take one, I would go the over as well. But I'm taking Philly in the over. I'm not going to take the, uh, I'm not going to touch the uh, Devils-Coyotes game. I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay, well, I'm on the Devils, so uh, we got a dog at plus 145. George likes Philly at minus 125. Lean to the over. So those games, guys, are going off uh, just after 1 o'clock, 108 puck drop. Next game, interesting time, 3.08 Eastern time. Blackhawks at Avalanche. The Avalanche have been good to me lately, George. They don't score goals, uh, but they don't give up any goals either. It was a nice win against Dallas. They've had a couple road wings as dogs their last games, and they've been very good to me. Now at home laying 45 cents against a Blackhawk team that really really pissed it away people were very upset the night they were at home to philadelphia they lost that game that was heartbreaking for them trying to make a late run um i gotta believe the avalanche will take care of business who knows what the blackhawk psyche is veteran team 
Interesting total. Uh, a lot of the Chicago games recently have gone under after a great overstretch, and this one's still listed at six and a half. Very, very interesting total. What do you think about the Blackhawks and Avalanche game? It's surprising, George. People were pounding the over and making a lot of money. Vegas adjusted, and recently uh, they haven't been scoring as much. I mean, these are two teams that have had just had, they've had issues, right? Uh, Chicago yeah. looked like they would be able to make a run. They're having an easier schedule, and they keep losing the teams they have to beat here. So it's been strange. Uh, right now, these are what Colorado is ninth. They're one uh, one point out of a playoff spot with a game in hand on Minnesota. Uh, Chicago is eleventh. They're five points out of a playoff spot. They have two games in hand on Minnesota, so they're in it. These two teams are in. This is the first half of a home and home series tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. Today and tomorrow. So this is a big game. I mean, anyway, you look at it, it's a big game. Blackhawks have just been coming up small in all these big games of late. They've just been coming up small. Their defense is terrible, and I mean terrible. So uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Avalanche. I'm yeah. so disappointed that the over-under is six and a half because I really want to go the over here because I think a lot of I th- this game smells 4-3-5-4 to me. It really does. I think goals are going to be scored here. Uh, so I'm going Colorado, and I think I'm going to go over as well here, but I don't know if I'm going to do both. I can be talked out of either one, but I kind of like Colorado I'm not, in the over I'm not going to talk you out of it, George. You know me. you're going yeah. over. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, six and a half, I look for unders now, but you're right with these. It's interesting because I think the gambling public is probably going to go, wow, recently these teams have had power outages and go under, and this is the game when they get together where we see like a six to three, six to four type hockey game, shinny style, the kind that you referee. So I have a lean to the over as well. But um, I think Colorado at home is a better team than Chicago. Chicago has a lot of veterans. Sure, they have the talent. But as you said, in big games, they've really been uh, shitting the bed. They have been. It's been a little disappointing of late here. It's on the road in Colorado. Earlier start uh, as well. I'm going with Colorado. I think they're, they're going to score some goals here. But you know what? The more we talk, the more I'm feeling better about the over than I am about Colorado. I, I just think goals are going to be uh, You know what, George? I'm going there. I'm doing I'm, I, I put the clicking. And you know what? Uh, friends help friends. They support each other. I uh, Just a little sprinkle on the over there. I haven't touched the game yet, but... Let's see if uh, we can get the over six and a half with these two teams. Hopefully lots of power plays. And, uh, yeah, it's I, I, I got I to go over with that game, too. It's just weird. They've been playing. Chicago just doesn't have they, the goaltending's been bad. Colorado, they'll get together. Yeah, big game. I can see, yeah, six and a half. We can get there. We can get there. We can get there in this game. Last of the games before we get to the 7 o'clock slate that's uh, going to be after the break. We have one more afternoon game. Uh, this one's a dog's breakfast here. The Edmonton Oilers have been playing better, um, actually beating Columbus at home in their last game. Man, Columbus sucks. We, we could talk about them for the whole show, George. What a horrible, 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 horrible loss. When in a game you need to win and they don't get it done, they score the first goal and piss it away. Now the Oilers laying 275 Ottawa plus 235 the Senators on the road a train wreck we have a six and a half total in this game too um, Ottawa is plus one and a half puck line Edmonton minus one and a half pick them juice 10 cents either way and 275 on the money line for Edmonton what do you think there Colonel Kurtz Edmonton should roll these turkeys I mean but Edmonton it's destroyed the Columbus Day of the day. It's, yeah, they they destroyed Columbus Day of the day. They did. They absolutely did. All right, and so that was that was strange. All right, because I didn't see that coming there. Uh, my issue is this. Okay, Edmonton's sort of still in the playoff hunt here. All right, they are. Ottawa's I not. Although I was playing a little bit spoiler lately, but you can't trust Edmonton. You just can't trust them ever. Uh, I, was, I like the Oilers in this game, and 
Dreisaitl, David, wow, what these two can do here. Uh, just playing fantastic. Ottawa, like I said, they're a bunch of unknowns. Nobody knows anybody on their team. And you, the average fan wouldn't be able to name three, four players on their team. So <laughs> I'm going the Oilers here. It's, it's just a much more important game for them. But once again, it's the Oilers. doesn't mean anything. This is another one where you might be able to convince me more about the over than about the Oilers. But I think the over at six and a half is scaring me a little bit. I would have liked, preferred it at six again. I'm surprised it's, it's that high. I don't, I don't think the center's going to score goals. And so uh, that's what worries me a little bit here. But, you know, Cam, before we go on, since I'm yep. going to be a good company man. While yep. you are fixated on your college basketball brackets, oh, NFL teams you. are focusing on the 2019 NFL draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start preparing for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Nice. Nice read, George. Sorry about that. I was supposed to do that, but I got sidetracked with uh, these lines in this college basketball game. My team's down 10 right now. Thank you very much, George. I appreciate that. Going through uh, the scores right now, we got uh, uh, NIT tournament action. Indiana up on Arkansas, 30-28. to Very tight game there. As I mentioned, games going on. The first game of the NCAA tournament today from Jacksonville. LSU is up on Maryland, 33-23 to right now with 240-253 left in the first quarter. So we're seeing some points in this game but uh, hopefully my Maryland Terrapins can get it going uh, next game's on the board we got Lipscomb and North Carolina Greensboro that game was a straight pick 156 and a half and NC tournament games the next game should be a real good one a nice underdog with the Wolford Terriers up against the, the team of pedigree being Kentucky Kentucky five point favorites in this game one uh, the line opened up at 138 and a half people betting the over it is 140.5 right now consensus picks 60% of public action on Kentucky, 40 on Wolford. Should be a very, very good game after this game. Kentucky and Wolford before we get to the rest of the NCAA board. George and I will talk some more. Hockey on the other side. We'll talk about our picks, DFS lineups, NCAA, picks, 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 and more picks. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz. And this is the Weekend Fantasy Update. Everybody stick around. We got more sports talk picks and everything you need after the break. 